It is Tuesday, November 3rd, 2020, otherwise known as Election Day, and this is the Charlottesville Community Engagement Newsletter and newscast for this day. This is a reminder that a year from now, we'll be waiting returns for local races and the governor's mansion, but for now, the federal government is up for grabs. Today's installment of the show is brought to you by the fifth of the audience that has generously agreed to invest in this program by making a financial contribution, either through a subscription on Substack, a Patreon donation, or through a one-time Venmo payment. Thanks to all who are letting this business get off the ground, or to put it another way, are helping me sustain my leap of faith. Today, two different set of numbers lead our newscast. First, there are another 1,261 cases of COVID-19 in Virginia reported this morning, bringing the seven-day average for new cases to 1,324. The seven-day average for positive PCR tests has decreased to 5.7 statewide today, down from 5.8% yesterday. In the Blue Ridge Health District, there are three new cases reported today, and Charlottesville reported no new cases for the first time since August 17th. The percent positivity rating for PCR tests has decreased to 2%. Today is Election Day, and this time around, recently passed legislation, combined with the pandemic, has led to an expansion of flexibility on how people could cast their ballot. Today is the culmination of a historic election period, which in Virginia saw the voter registration deadline extended by a court order due to a cut communications cable that shut down the Department of Elections website on the last day to register. Nationwide, 98 million Americans are estimated to have voted early in person or cast a ballot via mail. According to Albemarle's Twitter account, 41,418 of that county's residents voted early, with roughly a third of those being ballots sent by mail. That number is just over half of the county's total registration of 81,683 people. As of 9 a.m. this morning, the registrar reported 7,620 in-person ballots on this election day. In Louisa County, a total of 11,486 people voted early, including 3,263 mail ballots received as of yesterday. The total registration in Louisa is 27,290 people. In Nelson County, 4,788 ballots were cast prior to opening of the polls this morning. According to Nelson County Registrar Jacqueline Britt, there were about 700 more votes cast this morning by 8 a.m. for a 48.1% turnout. We'll have more on the election in tomorrow's newscast. Charlottesville City Council has been briefed on the recent discovery of unmarked graves at Penn Park that are now believed to be those of enslaved individuals dating back to the late 18th and early 19th centuries. The city hired Rivanna Archaeological Services to use ground-penetrating radar to confirm a hunch. Jeff Werner is the city's historic preservation planner. This city acquired Penn Park, and it is Penn with one N. Um, acquired Penn Park in the 1970s. Uh, Dr. George Gilmer had acquired it in 1786 and gave it that name. A family cemetery on the property has several marked graves of Gilmer descendants, as well as two other families who bought the property in subsequent years. But Werner and others noticed the possibility of other burial sites with no markings by noticing surface depressions. The GPR data uh, suggests the likelihood of uh, 43 unmarked and unrecorded graves outside the walls of the three 
family plots. The majority of these graves lie outside the Gilmer and Craven sections, uh, and we know that both of those families uh, enslaved individuals, and the evidence suggests these graves are most likely those of individuals who had been enslaved at Penn Park. Werner said he felt the city has a responsibility to memorialize the graves, given that the property is owned by the city. Charlottesville Mayor Nakaya Walker agreed. We have an obligation, you know, here, and it's something that we would want to, you know, do right. Walker said she supported staff's recommendation to proceed with further study, but to be careful not to disturb the graves. It's so important to make sure that the families are um, as many as possible aware of what, um, you know, what the options are and it's something they are on board with. Archaeologist Ben Ford with Rivanna Archaeological Services said he believed that could be accomplished. This type of research has been done, and there are individuals who I believe would be willing to lend their expertise on uh, how to pursue this type of research, the contacts that need to be made. The Albemarle Architectural Review Board has given their approval to a plan for how to manage the landscapes underneath 1.6 linear miles of electric transmission line on US-29 north of Dickerson Road. The Planning Commission and Board of Supervisors will soon consider a special use permit to allow the Rappahannock Electric Cooperative to install a new power line on existing poles. As part of the conditions, REC had to run an integrated vegetation management plan by the ARB. The plan governs what vegetation will be allowed along the easement. The plan reads, Trees within the right-of-way will be allowed to remain if they are low-growing, compatible species such as redbuds, dogwoods, winterberry, serviceberry, and so on. Trees that are incompatible, such as yellow poplars, oaks, maples, and other timber-sized species, will be removed every five years. Attorney Valerie Long appeared before the ARB to explain what Ivy... Attorney Valerie Long appeared before the ARB to explain that IVM is intended to do more than just protect the lines from being taken down by falling trees. The most important for Rappahannock Electric is always the, you know, the safety for the public and doing everything it can to reduce outages that are caused by vegetation, but obviously also working to promote pollinator habitats, diverse species, control um, invasive species, but also recognize that this uh, utility corridor is along a very important entrance corridor for the county. The ARB voted three to one to approve the plan on the condition that native species be used. The Scottsville Planning Commission has endorsed a small area plan for West Downtown that sets out a community vision for eventual redevelopment of a derelict factory. The currently unused tire plant presents both liability and potential to the town of Scottsville and its residents. With proper consideration and careful site plan review, we can shift the balance from it being a negative feature to a positive one. The former Uniroyal plant was built in 1944 and makes up 60% of the 100 acres covered by the plan. The factory was most recently used by the Hyosung Company. Small area plans are not binding documents, but are intended to give direction on what the community would like to see. The 60-acre site is owned by limited liability companies tied to veteran developer Charles Hurt. In 2019, the town of Scottsville received a $30,000 grant from the Virginia Department of Community Development that helped pay for flood studies. Matt Lawless is the Scottsville town manager. We've learned a lot together, um, doing the planning work, meeting our neighbors on this. We've 
we've gotten to understand the town's goals and what we're trying to do um, in this downtown neighborhood a lot better. I feel a lot more comfortable that I can do the kind of staff work that's going to meet with the community's approval. The next step is for the plan to go to town council. And that's it for the Election Day version of the Charlottesville Community Engagement Newsletter and Newscast. We'll be back tomorrow with another version which brings you some results. We don't know if we'll get to all of them, but we certainly will be able to bring you some idea of what's going to happen in the next 24 hours. We'll be back tomorrow, as I said, with that installment. And if you have enjoyed this program, please consider sending it along to somebody else so that they can share it with somebody else and we can continue to grow the audience. I'm Sean Tubbs, your host. Thank you for listening and stay safe out there.